guys hello everybody uh almost merry christmas happy holidays all that jazz uh because i don't think we're actually going to have another one no i don't know um it's episode four of season two of loop before you leap um <laughs> whatever that means uh bruce what are we talking about today tell the nice people well everyone thank you for joining us it is the mmo special what does mmo mean <laughs> massively multiplayer online Woo. yeah so if you guys play games you might have come across these they're they're quite popular in the gaming world mmos aka well actually not aka i was going to say aka mmorpg but that's a different thing isn't it bruce that's multi, multi uh, massively multiplayer online role-playing game <laughs> oh, i can't get any longer than that can it surely although i think it can because you could probably get like massively multiplayer online action adventure role-playing game or something to that that kind of nature so bruce tell these people who aren't familiar with it what is an mmo well i mean the whole point is it's massively multiplayer online so normally you're on a server with hundreds maybe thousands of other people so let's take my favorite runescape for example now you're in a world you can be who you want to be hence the role-playing aspect of it and you go around questing, leveling, you know, it's it's a wide universe. So there's a lot to talk about. And I think we should start with what's our history of MMOs. So Grant, what have you played? We should start with the history of MMOs, shouldn't we? Well actually actually let me just let me just kind of insert something a little bit before that. Because you're talking about kind of like what is an MMO and how do we define an MMO, let's look at some of the history of MMOs. Very quick, like a one minute breakdown, right? So, you might not believe it, but MMOs actually can be traced back to the 70s, where we had some really weird text-based MMOs, which weren't really MMOs, but they were known as multi-user dungeons. So, you had multiple people all playing at the same time across the internet, but it wasn't really so much a virtual world. The first one with the virtual world kind of came in, was that in the 70s? I don't know. But let's skip forward a couple of decades to the 90s because this is where we see a boom. And this is where MMORPGs become a thing because role-playing games were very limited back in the day. And now, you know, D&D comes around and it influences video games massively. And we see MMORPGs come about such as one of the first big successful commercial ones which is called Neverwinter Nights, which I've never played. I know there's a new one now called Neverwinter, but it's uh, leagues ahead of what it was before. That ran from 91 to 97, and it's through the 90s that we saw loads of others come around, one of which is actually my personal favorite of all time, which we'll come across in a couple of minutes. That one came out in 1997, and it's classed as one of the top 10 oldest MMORPGs of all time. But everything kept expanding and evolving, and throughout the 90s and the noughties, we saw a huge boom. We saw things like World of Warcraft come about and things like that. And quite simply, dozens upon dozens of MMORPGs up until the point where we are today. Uh, and we'll go across that later on. But like Bruce said, what's our history with MMOs? What have we played ourselves? And I'm going to switch it over to Bruce now real quick because I've hogged the microphone for a little bit. So Bruce, let's start with you. What's your history with MMOs? Oh, I like it. A little swisheroo going on there. Um, <laughs> so as I said a minute ago, RuneScape is my main. I've played it for many, 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 many years and I still have my original account with it. Um, I played a little bit of Trove, a little bit of Perfect World. Uh, there's a couple that I've played very little of because I just didn't get into them, which was uh, Elder Scrolls Online, Destiny. I did play Neverwinter for a bit. Um, and Black Desert Online I did play for a little bit. Again, not really great. Um, Fallout 76. Now, that I've been playing quite recently, and I think I've already clocked over about 150 hours, but 
I'll double check that. And then finally, a couple of days ago, I did jump into Grant's favourite one, which is Tibia. Oh, it's Tibia. And so you might notice, guys, that when we're talking about these, we are referring to them, just to get the terminology out, we are referring to them as MMOs, even if they are MMORPGs, because some of the games we're talking about are not MMORPGs strictly. So something like Fallout 76 is kind of classed as an action-adventure MMO. Um, you can look at games like, uh, I don't know, like Rust or something like that, where it's technically classed as like a survival online only, but... It's got aspects of MMO in it. So although the term might be coming a little bit muddied, it is, you know, the intent is there. Our heart's in the right place. Don't don't tear us to shreds if you don't think Fallout 76 is an MMO. Because you're wrong. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> so my games, so my games, uh, as Bruce said, my favorite is Tibia. You guys probably haven't heard of it. It's a very niche little game. Um, that was put together in 1997 like i said just a second ago making it one of the oldest that is still going as well today it still has a very very popular fan base now and a big community uh but it's very very strange in that it's never really changed I kind of wrapped a little bit there uh, so it's a 2d tile based game and it's built like on pixel art so there's no plush graphics there's no great engine to it there isn't even any sound it's a completely bottom of the barrel basic game but it's so good and it's so incredible and i love it um the reason why you might not have heard of it is because it depends where you're from um so around 25 percent of the player base is from poland and another 25 is from brazil and the remaining 50 is made up of the rest of the world so statistically it's kind of unlikely if you're from the uk or the usa that you would have you would have come across it but it's a great game but apart from that i am very similar to bruce so I played a bit of RuneScape back in the day. I enjoyed it. Old school RuneScape. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online, again, didn't really get too into it. Destiny, The Division, if you count that as an MMO, like we said, a bit muddy. And yes, Fallout 76. So me and Bruce have been playing that together a lot. And as as we said, 150 hours. I think it probably is about right. 150, 200 hours maybe. Um, and that's a very recent one. Although I got it when it came out, I dropped off. We've got back on it. New characters, whole fresh start. And since... When have we been playing it since? Like September, maybe? Uh, no, since the beginning of November. So, is that it? Oh, okay. Yeah, so the beginning it's, of November. It's quite a new one. Oh, yeah. So it's that new. And in that time, we've, we've racked up quite a lot of hours because it honestly is a fantastic game. So, Bruce. So, we've made a big list of all the MMOs that we've played, but... Oh, wait. You've answered this question already. I, mean, <laughs> I was going to ask It's you. fine. I can, I, can, I can answer it. It's fine. I was going to say, out of all of them, which is your favorite, your God honest favorite? And you know what? Expand on it. Why? Why is this thing your favorite? So, like I said, mine's, mine's RuneScape, but I will classify it as old school RuneScape, not RuneScape 3. Um, reason being, is it, when, I, when I was younger, you know, coming home from school, being able to jump on it, just walking around, questing... You know, I spent a lot of my time doing, like, uh, magic and fishing. And for hours and hours, I'd just sit there and kind of do it. And, you know, it, you it's, get immersed, it's so easy to lose hours in it. Yeah, and you, 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 you play how you want to play. There's not... If you don't do this, 
this person, you fail the quest, that one you fail, that that one you fail, that. it's all at your own pace, and that's what I think I really enjoy about it. And the fact that, I think RuneScape, it was it was very easy to get the hang of, it had a great curve to it, it was, it was when we played it, it was booming, wasn't it? You had millions of players, so you were never short of people to play with. And I think it, I remember it being quite a nice community, am I right? Yeah, I mean, it's compared to some other communities nowadays, it's still quite a nice community to go into. You know, you still get people willing to help if you're stuck on something. If you need a bit of cash, people do drop you the cash to do it. But like I said, compared to a lot of games from nowadays, the, the community is a lot less toxic than nowadays. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that is probably why I, my favourite is obviously, you know, Receptivia. And that's probably why I like that as well, because it's it's a very, very chilled out game. I mean... Yeah, the biggest problem on that game is is probably the language barriers. You know, nine times out of ten, the person you come across who's hunting alongside you or who you're trading with, they aren't going to speak your language. There's a huge, it's such a diverse platform. Uh, there's, there's people from all around the world on this game. So that's kind of a, a bit of a bother. Uh, but you can get around it and and it's so relaxed it's so it's so because it, there's so little complexity in this game over the years they've pushed the boundary on it and they've introduced all these new features and you know, like quests and all these like daily challenges and all the things they didn't have before and they do a lot of events they have a big schedule they put lots of special you know special events on and such but ultimately it's a very very deeply simple game that you could play with just a mouse if you wanted to that's it you don't need to have any kind of you could run it on a 15 year old laptop it doesn't matter it needs nothing to run it is so basic but it's so it you know you know what they say like simplicity is beautiful like it genuinely is there's so little to do on there in terms of like actually getting around the place you know it's, it's point and click but it's there's something about it the simplicity of it there's something about it and that's why i've played it count them 17 years i've i've i i i've, I've, I've God damn it, I can't speak. So <laughs> I figured that out the other day that I've been playing Tibia for 17 years on and off. That's impressive, right? Yeah, that, I mean, 17 years is a long time to be playing any game. But again, with MMOs, it's easy to leave them for a while and go back to it. Like, we just before this, I logged onto my old RuneScape and I haven't been on for 169 days. But it's easy to leave it and go back to it because it, it's just the atmosphere that draws you back i think it is yeah and like they, tibia they do this thing they do an event um a couple of times a year and it's called a rapid respawn event and now the nature of mmo specifically mmo rpgs is that you are sharing a world with thousands potentially thousands of other people and a lot of them are based on or on or in fantasy universes so you know you've got dragons and orcs and elves and all this kind of stuff um, that's generalizing it a little bit a lot of these games they do have a lot of originality when it comes to creatures and such but ultimately you are sharing the world so when it comes to going out on a hunt for example um you you run off to wherever it is you want to hunt whatever it is you want to kill and you've got to wait for respawns and things like that and you've got to wait for um other players to sort of get their fill and go away before you have a spawn to yourself and they can be a bit grindy but a couple of times a year tibia the makers of tibia called sipsoft uh they put around this event called rapid respawn which is where well it's like it sounds <laughs> all the enemies respawn twice as fast which means everyone can get their fill. Everyone can come in and fill their boots. And I really only get involved when those events are on. So I only really play Tibia a couple of times a year. So like 
Bruce said, sometimes you just kind of get that call and you feel like you want to play it again. And I don't feel like there's really any game out there that is really kind of that kind of access. Do you know what I mean? Like you can log in, you can do whatever you want, log out, come back a year later and pick up exactly where you left off. But I think it's really hard to do that. Do, can you really do that with like a single player? You'd forget where the story was. You'd forget the... Am I right in saying it's pretty? It feels easier to do it with an MMO, right? Oh, 100 percent. It's a lot different than a single player. You know, like you said, with single players. I mean, you you know, I've got the massive GameCube collection. Sometimes I go back to them. I'm like, I know I played this a while ago, and I got halfway through. But what was I meant to be doing? But yeah. whereas with a with <laughs> an MMO, you log in and you go, right, what do I want to do? There's, you know, you don't have to do anything. And then all of a sudden, you might go, oh, yeah. actually, I can finish that quest that I was doing months ago. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. It's not what it's not what am I doing? It's what can I do? Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. I like that. That sounds good. Let's pioneer that. Um, which is true actually, because every time I log on Fallout seventy six, even if I've been off it for about a week or so, I know it's not comparable to years, but a week is a long time. Um, in in the, in the, in the gaming game world, world, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's not. I'm just I'm just talking. Well, I mean, to be fair. but like, <laughs> I'll log in and I'll be like. Okay, where am I? What am I doing? And then I just I check out the daily challenges and stuff, and I was like, okay, I'm off. Within like a minute or so, I'm 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 cracking on with life. But there are many games that I've got single player that I've picked up and put down and picked up and put down and and so on and so on and so on, and I just can't finish them because every time I start them, Dragon Age Inquisition is a very good example for this because I have tried to complete Dragon Age Inquisition about five times. Every time I get halfway through, and then when I get back to it, I'm like, I don't remember where I am, what's going on, where the story is, who this person is, what this thing is, and I have to restart, and I never, ever finish it. With an MMO, it's never-ending, so it doesn't really matter where you're at. You just kind of pick up where you left off. That's a very good point. Um, so, those are our favourites. Tibia for me, RuneScape for Bruce. But, on terms, on terms, in terms of things that, not, not games that we don't like, but games that we haven't really tried. I think we're quite similar in this aspect, aren't we? What MMOs have you not played that you might kind of want to try? I mean, I think the big one for me, and again, a lot of people are probably going, they've never played it. They can't say they like MMOs, is World of Warcraft. It's World of Warcraft. Um, I have never played it, ever. No, it's one of the biggest, I'd say one of the biggest MMOs out there. It is, it is, statistically. Let's break it down. Let's break it down from the top little list so as of 2020 the most popular uh, mmorpgs were by player count world of warcraft with 7 million elder scrolls online with 3 million black desert online which i don't know how it's got this number but with 2 million and then it's guild wars 2 old school runescape and final fantasy 14 so it is it's the biggest isn't it it is indeed and the, you know they they always bring out expansion packs you know they always bring Although a lot of these expansion packs end up in Poundland, uh, and if you don't know what Poundland is, it's, it's basically uh, the UK's version of Dollar Tree. <laughs> it's a dollar store, there, basically, yeah. Although they end up there, and people people got absolutely nuts for Warcraft. Like I used to play Warcraft Three, which was uh, you know like a single player campaign type thing, uh, with a little online custom game bit. And to be fair, I do like it, but the MMO apparently carries on the story from Warcraft Three. So I'd I'd be interested to go into it to actually carry on the story more than anything. I mean, I I think the reason why I've never got involved in it when I was younger is because of the cost. Because my parents they they never wanted to pay for me to play online games and stuff. I had my single player stuff, but they were you know if I ever asked for something that was a recurring subscription, they'd be like no. Um, so so I never got into World of Warcraft. And now as an adult, uh, uh, you know, a a, a tax paying 
money earning adult i still i still don't want to get involved in it because i feel it's it's too expansive i feel like it's too big for me to just sort of walk along and be like hey let's start world of warcraft i feel like there is so that i mean it came out in like 2004 straight away that's 16 years of history and 7 million people playing it when it was obviously much bigger back in the day but I feel like I could never get to grips with that. I feel like that's way too big of a... That's daunting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of MMOs that have been around for that long do get daunting if you join in at a later date. So, for example, RuneScape um, now has two versions. So you have Old School RuneScape and RuneScape 3, which RuneScape 3 is the continuation of the original RuneScape I played, where they split off. Um, and then they put Old School RuneScape in for people like me that wanted to play what I grew up with. So... <laughs> I think with MMOs, the main thing, especially as you just said about the whole recurring subscription, is 9 out of 10 of them are free to play, but um, you can pay for memberships later on down the line. Now, it's not necessarily a bad thing to pay for memberships, you know. Like, I paid for my RuneScape membership uh, using my part-time jobs that I had, so it, it wasn't like I couldn't do it if I didn't want to, but... You know, back then it was like three ninety nine a month. I think it's now six ninety nine a month. So it's not much different in cost, but inflation, indeed, inflation, yeah. my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, a lot of these games are free to play. There's not many that you have to pay to start. So it's a, yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a really strong point. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, thinking about it, I can't remember any except World of Warcraft, and we might even be wrong. There might be like a free trial period of World of Warcraft. We just haven't ever come across it. There is a free trial period on World of Warcraft now. If I remember oh, it okay. correctly, I think it's up to level 20. Oh, okay, so you can say to get started, it's there, which makes sense. So, you know, like, look at the ones that we've listed out. So Tibia, free. RuneScape, free. ESO. ESO, it's not free to play inherently. You have to buy the base game, but after that, it is free to play. Fallout 76, again, buy the game, free to play. Uh, Destiny, they made that free to play. Uh, what else have we got? Let's look at the list. So, other titles that are MMOs. You've got Planetside, Terra, Star Trek Online, EverQuest, Rift, Lord of the Rings Online, EVE Online, Star Wars The Old Republic, and there's loads more. There's millions more. There's hundreds of thousands more. There's 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 Raid Shadow Legends, there's Blade and Soul, Conqueror's Blade, Skyforge, Crossout, Path of Exile, New World, Last Oasis, Riders of Rick. It goes on and on and on and on. It's huge. It's huge. There's loads out there, but the majority of them are free to play. Yeah, so you know, they're very accessible. And let's look at, you know, look at games where you've got a lot of people, but it's not necessarily an MMO. It's just like, you wouldn't say massively multiplayer online, maybe like a BMO, you know, big, <laughs> like <laughs> like uh, Call of Duty Warzone, you know, 150, up to 200 people in one game at one time. Not an MMO, just a lot of people online. Um, where do you draw the line? But that is, uh, that's free to play too. So yeah, yeah, they're, they're much more accessible, aren't they? Where did we start? What was the point we started this little bit of conversation? I can't remember. Uh, about talking about getting talking about? into um, World oh, yeah. of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah so i mean i guess it, it's expansive but you know maybe i'll give it a go it because i didn't really know too much about a free trial so i might give it a go ah uh, now i look cheap now i look like i'm only playing it because it's a free trial <laughs> well, like i said most most games have free i mean look at runescape and um tibby you've got the free account and then you can upgrade to a premium or member account yeah to be honest, a lot of them, they do really, really flesh that out, though, don't they? You do tend to get quite a bit for your money. I know especially... Okay, I'll talk about the subject I know, which is Tibia. So on, on Tibia, you get quite an expansive area for the free-to-play map. Um, and you get a lot of features. You get a lot of bang for your buck, which is no buck. Um, but, 
<laughs> you know, if you pay, and it works in the same way as World of Warcraft, in that you can get, you know, like three months worth or six months worth of, of premium. Uh, you get a lot. You get the ability to like own property. You get access to all these crazy different areas that only uh, premium members can get to. You get customized. You get custom skins and mounts, and you get to make guilds, and you get to have exclusive events, and so on and so forth. And they usually do pack in as much as they can. Look at Fallout. So, ah, I lied. No, I didn't. So Fallout is free to play online, but. You can get Fallout First, which is the premium membership, which we both like very much, don't we, Bruce? We do. We take advantage of Fallout First because Fallout First is great. When it first came out, people were complaining about it. Now I think this is a very controversial point. I think it's one of the best things to happen to Fallout. I really do. Especially Fallout 7. Well, only Fallout 76 because that's the only one it's on. But for you that for, for you that don't know, for you guys that don't know, Fallout 76 is an online fallout right you get servers full of people i think up to like 32 people or something and it's the exact same as a regular fallout except you're doing it with your friends and with strangers and there's lots of multiplayer stuff involved like multiplayer events and pvp and that kind of stuff um but fallout first kind of okay it kind of let me take a step back let me take a step back so fallout 76 it kind of has a lot of pitfalls right um mmos they do tend to want you to long out the game as much as possible so it's not quick access it's not easy to to sort of you know dip in and dip out really quick you have to put a lot of time and effort in and fallout 76 they have limits on things that you don't really want limits on they kind of make it so it's 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 not hard to get money and to progress and to unlock all these shiny things but it's not so easy but Fallout First, you know, it gives you every month you get atoms, which are used to buy stuff and, you know, like items for your, your base and things like that. You get access to this box where you can store unlimited crafting components. Whereas if you don't get Fallout First, you have a limit of how much you can store. Fallout First also gives you like exclusive events and skins and all the usual bits and pieces. But it's just like it's that chip and that's what a lot of these these games they do give you with these paid subscriptions it's like you could just play it for hours on end and unlock this you know grind it to get the money or if you pay like five pounds a month you know i mean it's worth saying that fallout 76 is fallout first is like what is it 11 pounds a month uh 11.99 yeah so it's not by any means cheap that's a considerable sum of money when if you're playing on playstation or xbox you have to also pay for the online subscription to play that um and if fallout 76 was the only game you play online and you're on xbox you're essentially paying about 25 pounds a month just to play fallout 76 which is quite steep when you think about how much uh, a world of warcraft subscription is then it kind of kind of kind of doesn't balance out very well you know but but it's all right but uh, I'm aware that time's pushing on. Oh, by the way, guys, we've cut it down. We're only going for half an hour today. So with that, with that revelation, Bruce. <laughs> guys, <laughs> guys, like... guys, don't worry about it. You... <laughs> you, need to, you need to like take a breath and calm down. Oh, I've had LucasAid. So as we close out. Relentless is what you're on about. Oh, relent relentless eye. So as we close out, Bruce, let's talk about MMOs and actually playing them. So, when it comes to your favorite, you obviously you said about you know you come home from school and you lose yourself in the world and stuff like that. What are your what are your favorite MMO memories? What are you? What's the fondest thing you can recall when it comes to MMOs? 
uh, just losing yourself, absolutely losing yourself. That is the main thing with MMOs. I, if I go into an MMO, I just want to lose myself in it. I want to be able to spend a couple of hours and not realise I've spent a couple of hours in there. Um, you know, there's always something to do on a um, MMO. There's always some sort of quest to go on. You know, you can meet people. You can go on quests with people. You know, for example, on like RuneScape, one of the best known things about RuneScape, when the Grand Exchange came out, you got people going, buying GF, giving gold for GF, buying GF. What's what's GF? Girlfriend. Oh, I remember. Buying yeah. girlfriend. I used to sell all these. I don't know what they were. I keep. I ask you time and time again, but I always forget. I used to go into some weird ghosty realm and mine this stuff. Rune essence. I think that's what it was. Yeah, and I used to sell it to people for like for GP. But I don't. I don't really. I, I can't remember what it was. It's rune essence. But I don't even know what that does. You make runes out of it. Come on, man. Get on. Get on my level. <laughs> Runescape. <laughs> oh my god, we've sold everything. <laughs> so you know, it, it's one of these things. If you can lose yourself in it. <gasps> It's have you ever realised, sorry, if you break down, so you're saying, right, that you get immersed in your MMOs and they take you out of the real world and such and such, yeah? Yeah. RuneScape, if you split that word up, it becomes run, escape. Oh my God, <laughs> everyone, right, put down whatever you have in your hands and just, you, oh God, I can't even think straight. Run, what have you, escape. What have you done? They're gonna they're, they're gonna come after us now. You've you figured out that right? Jagex is gonna come after us. Everyone, put your phone down and hide. T- pretend you didn't listen. Run, run, my friends. He's figured it out. He's cracked uh, the code. For me, I'm kind of the same. When it comes to my memories, it is it's an escape. MMOs are an escape because you can just like you say, you pour your life into them. I mean, like when I go back to Tibia and I say that there weren't really many people on there that were my nationality. I didn't really come across many British people. So when I did, it would kind of be like a diamond in the rough and you'd be like, oh my God, you're from England. Let's, you know, and you make the friends on there and you go hunting together and stuff. And, you know, you make that kind of bond and you can play as a team and, and whatnot. And it's good. And for me, Tibia was kind of an introduction to online gaming because back then the only console I had was a PlayStation 2 when I first started playing Tibia. And I didn't really have, although... PlayStation had mo- <laughs> Sorry, carry on. That was so quick. But you know what? I don't think that's going to come through on the edit. So, you know, PlayStation 2 had multiplayer, but I didn't have any multiplayer games. So <laughs> I couldn't play any. But Tibia, you know, you plug in your computer, you're online, that's it. Uh, so it was the first time I ever really had that game where I could go off and the guy standing in front of me would be like a real person and you could type and they'd type back. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. I was like 12 um so that kind of stuff was like mind-blowing uh and that's why for me I, it's a very fun thing i go on and i remember it and because like i said it hasn't really changed much in the last 10 15 years so it's still the game that i remember you know it's there's a lot of improvements but it's still the game i can go to the same places i used to go to 15 years ago i can hunt the same creatures i hunted 15 years ago the same weapons and and i and i love it so that's it's the fond memories for me are like the recurring things although it's kind of like have you ever seen that picture it's almost like a meme where there's people like sitting around a table or something and i can't remember what the hell it is you have like all your friends online and then suddenly the next one is the same table but you're at the head of the table online now and the friends around the table are like last online 57 days ago last online 100 days ago do you know what i mean and you look around and you think all the people i used to play with they're just they're gone they don't play anymore oh, the that's what it's like it, it's it's a hard thing as for a gamer it's a tough thing you know but for me that's that's the kind of feeling i get with tibia so you know 
you look at a friends list and everyone's just red because they don't come online anymore and you don't see them anymore and tibia has a cool feature you can go onto the website type in a character's name and it'll tell you when they were last online and i do that and it's like last online 2011 you know and you're like jesus damn that's that's crazy yeah I, I i think that's if i had to put a con for an mmo it, that would be one of them and just looking at the friends list and noticing that last online yeah well, that's, that's any online ago. game isn't it? yeah but it's the same as any game you know when you log off and you say goodbye to your mate that you've met online there's a good chance you're not going to speak to him again but yeah that's it i mean the there are there are those unique circumstances where you know you do meet someone in a game and they they turn out to be like it's straight up geezer yeah, and yeah you do geezer. remain fr you do remain friends for like 10 years and you know things like that. yeah yeah rare who knows who knows that never happens that's that's a fairy tale <laughs> right there you don't, you don't meet someone online and then know them for 10 years and then yeah, yeah. Who, who, who knew who knows that's, yeah. that's not a real but thing anyway but anyway that's 30 minutes and i know it's weird because we've done like 20 episodes now where we've done it for an hour but we're cutting it down it's 30 minutes so that's it um if you guys enjoyed the episode why don't you jump over to social media uh which is at loop before you leap um and let us know uh if you liked it let us know if you if you have any mmos that you play that you enjoy and so on and so forth um, and then or if you dispute anything if you want to message us and go you don't know what an MMO is shut your mouth feel free Bruce what are we talking about in the next episode well next week is our regular show where we talk about the news reviews rumours to come out of the gaming industry um, like Grant said earlier in this very abruptly very quickly it will be slightly shorter so it'll be easier to digest you know we'll try not to go off on too many of our random tangents um, but hopefully you will join us again However, that one will be later on this month because next week is the Vault Cast, um, and we—it's undecided yet. But obviously, the week after that is Boxing Day for us, so we'll have to decide whether or not we're actually going to do that. So we'll either see you on the twenty-sixth or the second. Who knows? We'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep social media updated. Join us, come play. If you—you you know what? If you want to join us on any of these games, send us a message and let's do it. Yeah, but until then, oh wait, but we need to say something cool to end this. Uh Leroy Jenkins <laughs> Bye everybody. <laughs>